welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my big, mean, hardcore bitch, Master John Lord Bella, Johnny Hotcakes. What's up, bitch? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> yay, me. It is I. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Why don't you try the yay me like ghetto style? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from here. But where are you from? I'm from here. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. As John begins flailing his arms. Fuck around, find out. <laughs> Wankster, you. Oh, all right. Yay, me, motherfucker. <laughs> all right. Yes, bedbible.com, John. Bed Bible. That's my favorite Bible. It is. It's my favorite version, yes. That and the fuck Bible. The fuck right. Bible's good. Yes, yes. The history of sex toys by Isabella. Isabel, urine. You are Ian. Urine. You said that. Okay. <laughs> well, it turns out that there is a long history of sex toys. Could it be that masturbation is our oldest hobby? The fact that I class it as a hobby probably says something. While the oldest dildo found so far. Dates back to 29,000 years B.C. Wow. Yeah. It seems our interest in stimulating our genitals has far out less than other favorite pastimes that have dipped in and out of fashion. You know what? They've shown pictures of babies playing with themselves in the womb. Did you know that? They've done no. ultrasounds of boys masturbating. Was that your ultrasound? Probably. <laughs> I think, Checking. listen, I was beaten off before I was conceived. I My sperms were knocking each other off, so... I bet you were. I got something for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dry heat. Total, total <laughs> dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> because... because <laughs> I play with myself too damn much. <laughs> All right. Yes. So, let's talk about this 29,000-year-old dildo we found. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so funny? Just, you know, traveling around, you're doing an archaeological dig and be like, what is this? It's phallical. It's, oh, it's a dick. Oh, it's right. it's a dildo. But before you, okay, get this image in your head, because it's in my head and I need to share it with the world. <laughs> you find this stone mm-hmm. phallic thing. You don't know what it is. You're an archaeologist, so you're testing it, sure. looking at it, trying to figure out what it is, licking it a little bit. <laughs> You know? Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> Just to see. Some and then the some, <laughs> some guy that you can't understand is over here laughing at you because it's a different country, so they're talking a different language sure. to each other. Sure. And they're just giggling, and the, the guy looks at the translator and is like, what the fuck are they laughing about? Oh, because you licked that dildo somebody had in their ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then you're like, oh, it's a dildo. Yes. Because that's, you know, we send the smart people over to figure these things out. Yes. Anyway. A sealstone phallus dating back to 29,000 years B.C. was discovered in uh, Germany. I can't say those words. Ola phallus. Ola phallus, meaning hollow rock in the Sabian Jura in Germany. It would be in Germany. It would be. Yeah. Measuring 20 centimeters. What's 20 centimeters? About mm, what? six Four? inches? I was going to say. Okay. And three centimeters in diameter. That's not very big around. That's tiny. Yeah. Well, diameter, not circumference. Yeah. So still. It's still pretty small. It's about an inch across. Yeah. That's not impressive. But it's a dildo. Yeah. Out of a rock. 
with a smooth, polished surface, John. <laughs> it was difficult. <laughs> well, it's difficult to say if there was if this was used as a dildo. The size and etched lines, which resemble the head of the penis, suggest that almost definitely a representation of a penis. So well, the Germans, the Germans, got, <laughs> the Germans did this whole thing. They developed this dildo, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, rub it, rub it, yeah." <laughs> Okay. I and it's something. rock hard. Maybe that's why they <laughs> rock hard, <laughs> like all good Germans. Right, okay. right. That's that's where we got the term "hard on" from the German. Yeah, with their rock dildos. <laughs> okay, let's move to Greece. What did the Greeks do for us? <laughs> okay. Wow, sexual liberation is finally making a comeback. But we've got nothing on the ancient Greeks. They knew how to make a good time, and they weren't shy about it. No, they weren't with their orgies. They were not. God, jealous of them. Oh, and the bathhouses, don't forget. Yes, yes. Ancient, ancient, <laughs> ancient <laughs> sex toys, sure. particularly dildos under various pseudonyms, are featured in plays, writings, and artwork. It's pretty clear what's going on in the photo of the Greek cup below. This guy is jacking his wanker and getting ready to put this phallic looking thing in his mouth. He's gonna come in his own damn mouth. Yeah, he's a dirty slut. Love oh, it. Oh. <laughs> so they've got they've got this example of a play that I'm not even gonna try to pronounce. Lystrasia by Lystrasia. <laughs> 411 BC. This comic plays play tells the story of a woman of Athens and Sparta who come together to stop the men of the two cities from fighting with each other. Their master plan was to withhold any form of sexual activity until a truce was agreed upon. They just made a movie like that a few years ago. It was a um, Spike Lee movie. Hmm. Where all the women said, okay, y'all want to fight and do all the gang and all this shit? We just want to have sex with you until you stop. Right on. I didn't watch the movie, but yeah. I saw the preview. Bet you did. I have, I have no, absolutely no clue what I'm talking about, but it's it's out there. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I'm probably it wasn't Jungle wrong. Love, but yeah. No, Jungle, jungle Love. Oh, Jungle, jungle Fever. fever. <laughs> that was a great movie. Just oh, saying. God. Okay. Jungle Love. Okay. <laughs> it was love. <laughs> like gorillas screaming at each other. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, like Otis Day in the Times. Oh, we oh, we oh. <laughs> Jungle love. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Bread dildos and olive oil lube. That, that sounds like some shit we would do. That sounds yummy. It does. Yes. I eat ass. Right. Stick that in your pussy. Yes. Get it all juicy. And give yes. it to me. Yes. You eat that I'll fresh eat that olive oil. Shit. Yeah, well. You love we bread. We use coconut oil, though, all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you love bread. I love bread and I love coconut oil. And pussy. Right. <laughs> olive oil is even better. It tastes better. Yes. Okay. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> some breadsticks and olive oil. Oh, damn. I Gotta thought you were going to say some pussy. Okay. <laughs> you can get that anytime. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't think we need to talk about anal bread dildos. Yeah. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Seems the Greeks were pretty keen on their dildos and weren't too fussy about what made them what they made them from. As well as was more expected materials than wood and leather, the Greeks had obelisk clocks. <laughs> I cannot say these words, but what it means, dildos made of bread. Please help us out. Uh, gives a whole new angle to get crumbs in the bed. If you thought of... 
Newbie to breaking bread. <laughs> if, if the thought of dry bread makes you crotch cringe, don't worry. <laughs> the Greeks use their beloved olive oil for lubrication. <laughs> Could you imagine? Make your crotch cringe. <laughs> right? I'd have to go to the doctor. Oh, I did it again. Bread stuck in my pussy. I can't get it out. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Yeast. Yay. Oh my god, yeast oh, infection. Okay. 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 Here's some more from the Greeks. Dildo gossip. Yes. Okay. Alright. Meme six by Herodas. Dildos continue to feature in the arts. Uh Mime Six, written by Herodas during the third century BCE, is an overheard conversation between two women. One woman named Metro pushes her friend to reveal the maker of her red dildo. Luckily, today we don't rely on word of mouth to get our sex toys, but a fully endorsed sharing your recommendations with your friends. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. I think the Greeks have fucked us up enough. Let's move on to China. But could you imagine (laughs) Metro? You know, she's bragging to her friend about, look, I don't even have to depend on my man anymore. I use my red dildo. And she'd be like, oh, girl, get me one. Where'd you get it from? I made it out of bread. I baked it myself. (laughs) Get it nice and dry. (laughs) And then you lube it up with olive oil. Make it different sizes so we can try different things. (laughs) I have a couple of different recipes. Some are sweet, you know. Some, some are just real hard and stiff. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 All right. China. In imperial China, sex was closely linked to physical and spiritual health. Yeah. And there, they were no strangers to dildos and other types of sex aids. Artifacts uncovered in the royal tombs included a polished bronze phallus. Ooh. They made statues of peni. Okay. Here's one. <laughs> this is the one we were looking at before. Yes. Please tell them what this says. <laughs> this little character is so fucking cute. He looks like Shrek's pal. Donkey? Donkey. A little bit, but it's a, a goat, bit. though. Yeah, but he looks so cute. They used goat's eyelid as a cock ring. So, John, that's what you would have used oh, so right. long ago. <laughs> because a goat's eye is just the right size to stick a dick in. <laughs> He's a real bad guy. <laughs> Goat's eye. Okay. Yeah, it says a bronze dildo. <laughs> Might not seem too wild, but what about a goat's eyelid cock ring complete with eyelashes for an added tickle? <laughs> wow. Okay. I have questions. Yes. Yes. Who the fuck was the first one to say, huh? I bet that would make my dick hard and feel good at the same time. Let me, was, let me cut a goat's head off and put my dick yes, through his eye. That was Metro's uh, husband. Oh, <laughs> after they were talking shit, he's like, yeah. I'll show you. I'm going to put a goat on my dick. Yeah, he says, you know what? My, dip, my dick is always limp. She's always using that red fucking dildo. <laughs> Go here, donkey. Tight. Yeah. And you know what? And it comes in with built-in lube because you poke the eyeball, it squirts oh, out all of the lube it up. That's terrible. Yeah, it is. Hopefully, he was dead first. No. Oh, these are said to have been used in China in 1200 CE, and disturbingly, you can still buy goat's eyelid cock rings today. At least they're biodegradable. Okay. Oh. And they fucked around when they said that. That is messed up. Because we're going to do an episode soon. Yeah. About my experience. Yeah. With a goat eyelid cockroach. Oh, yes. I agree. We're going to buy one. 
I agree. I'm going to put it on. We are sick fucks. And I'm going to fuck someone expecting, oh. you know, innocence. Yeah. yeah. Young thing with my yeah. goat. My <laughs> lid cup ring on. With that extra tickle? With a tickle. <laughs> and I'm going to ask her about it later. Like, How was it? I... Oh, it was great. What was that? <laughs> Goat's eye. <laughs> <laughs> We'll bring her on later. We'll interview her. It'll be good. It'll be good. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, no. All right. Let's move on. Please. <laughs> From Fermi's Bells to Benoit Balls. Now to a sex toy that has gained popularity in current years that has been in use in Asia for many centuries. Benoit Balls. Balls that are inserted into the vagina for stimulation or to strengthen the Kegel muscles actually started out as penis balls. Right on. How do you like that? Right on. Usually, most sex toys do start with men because men, you know, need to fuck anything. They'll fuck a tree if you let them. Absolutely. I would if it had a nice hole. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me clarify. I would if it had a nice hole if Mm -hmm. I had a goat's eyelid cock ring. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Just to be clear. Okay. I wouldn't do it under normal circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) But most likely channeling from Burma to China, Burma bells were originally inserted into the end of the penis. What? And made a pleasant jingling sound. Over time, women in China started to use bigger versions as a form of foreplay. Huh. I don't want to put a bell in my pee hole. While penis bells are not commonly used in the West, sounding, which is the practice of inserting a rod or tube into the penis through the urethra, has become more popular, especially in the BDSM world. Imagine mm-hmm. that. Imagine. All right. Kama Sutra. So we're moving over to India now. All right. <laughs> As well as all the acrobatic sex positions that we've come to know and love over the years, the Kama Sutra also referenced devices that are sex-enhancing devices. The different... Hmm? Hmm? See? Yeah? We're men. (laughs) (laughs) Was meant to be worn over the penis or used separately from the penis to stimulate the woman. The recommended materials included various materials such as metals, ivory, buffalo horn, but ultimately it came down to personal preference. They were textured on the outside, so it seemed it was ribbed for your pleasure. Isn't such a modern phenomenon. You could imagine them being similar to a modern-day penis sleeve. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I haven't read this article, so I don't know if it's going to get here. And usually we jump ahead, and we usually start talking about something in the article that we've already mentioned. But just in case. Okay. Have you heard? Okay. You know people get um, implants into their body, like... They get piercings and they get implants like a heart on their chest or something and it goes yes. underneath the skin. So there's places in the world where they do implants into the penis and make they put little marbles or glass balls inside the penis and make the penis ribbed. Okay. Kind of like what they're saying here. Okay. It's like a permanent implant. So I wonder if that's where they started. That's all. I don't know where I was going with that. It was just a fun fact. Okay. Okay. I had to go back to this. <laughs> I need to I need to get implants in my dick. That's, what, that's what we need to do. Goat's eye cock ring. I have a picture of it. Oh, you looked it up. Oh yes. It's on lovegasm.com. It is $39.99. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't think I could do that to a poor little goat. What wow, that's that's freaky looking. What are the reviews on it? 
What are the reviews? <laughs> okay. That, I feel like this is going to be a two-parter because we're just going to go through and find these toys that we're, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, probably. Ooh. You're going to have to save that picture and put it on the podcast for people to see. Yeah, I will. <laughs> put it on Fet Life. Okay. <laughs> and then I'll say, can anybody guess what this is? <laughs> You want to know? Look at it on, or listen to our podcast episode. Right. Oh, it's so gross. Okay. Does it have any reviews on it? No. No. Okay. No. Because nobody actually bought one. Oh, it's so gross. Why are the Why are the eyelashes so fucking long? It just looks like a hairy furry ring. Yeah, it does. Like a rabbit fur that you cut a hole in. It's kind of yeah. It looks, it looks like. like broom fur. You yeah, know, like broom stiff. bristles. Yeah. Yeah, bristly. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Japan. Because those motherfuckers are nasty. The incredible Shungha woodblock and ink illustrations produced during the Edo period in Japan, about 1600 to 1868, so not too long ago, give incredible insights into the range of sex toys used during this time, as well as beauty and humor, the form of erotic art also served as educational purpose, prescribing what acts to be done Using what and at what time? Oh. So if it's April and it's 3 p.m. in the afternoon, you do this. And if it's 3.30, you're out of luck. You should have heard. You should have got your goat ring. <laughs> Cock ring. Should have been ready. <laughs> Here's another picture of the goat ring. Oh, my God. It's oh, so hairy. It's another one. Oh, It's so tiny. You can't- I like that one, that one too. <laughs> I'm looking at it and I can see the woman's finger and it looks like her finger can barely fit through there. And look, it, once you put it in water. Ugh. Ew. Ugh. You get it wet and moist. Ooh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, exactly. Okay. okay. Why don't they just make leather cock rings? I don't know. Why does it have to be a goat's eyelid? Bella, okay. Why are we still you, talking about if this? You see, if you see any reviews on it, you got to tell us. Find some reviews for cock rings. Okay. Okay. Sex toys from Japan, early 20th century. Ready? Yeah. The sex toys in this photo from the British Museum don't look different from the ones we have today. The box contains items that were worn over the penis, similar to penis rings and penis sleeves, with added bumps and ridges to enhance stimulation and a metal ball or or rin-notama. Rin-tonama which were much like pinwall balls. These particular items were made from buffalo horn, tortoise shell, and also wood. This is a badass little combination. Uh, so Bella indeed found a review. Tell us, Bella. Okay, tell us. What? How many stars did they get? Four stars. Four stars. All right. That's Four out of five stars. Good working condition. The other one says... Wait. Good working condition. That sounds like they bought it used. <laughs> It was years. <laughs> Sexually suggestive? No. No, it's not sexy. Okay. No. Okay. Um. Let's see. And the other one <laughs> was auto translated <laughs> from a foreign language. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. There's more reviews. Hold on. Let me let me go pull up the next one. Um. Let's see. 11 of these were sold. This one has 3.5 stars. 
Let me pull up the reviews. Two reviews. Ring size too small. Too small. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And the picture small. looked like it was too small. And then the other one they're complaining about the color ship was not right. <clears throat> color wasn't right? Wow. They wanted a blonde goat? Apparently. The blonde. Okay. All right. All right. So this cool little box. Yeah, it's got all kinds of stuff in it. Early Japan. Yeah, it's got attachments. It looks like it's got a butt plug in it. Right. It looks like it's got an extender. Yeah. You know how men, they have a small dick. They yeah. put something. That's what it looks like. They've got a couple of those that yeah, fit over the top of your dick. Have ridges on them and different things. Now, I'm really excited for the next, the next thing. Yeah. I, I really want you to read it. You want me to read it? Yes. Sex toys in early modern Europe. The first sex dolls for sailors. I knew you liked that one. All right. 1600s. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. Yes. I always have questions because yes. people confuse me. So do good. It was bad luck to have women on, on the boat. They didn't want women on the ships. Sure. But sex dolls, that's cool. Yeah. Huh. Now you're, you're really curious what they did, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed all the dudes were fucking each other like they do now. But. <laughs> <laughs> There's boat rules. There are boat rules. Yes. About the sex dolls. Yes. Or about fucking each other. About fucking. Any, anything. Huh. There's boat rules. Well, you go out on the ship for nine months. Somebody's fucking. Hell yeah. Somebody's fucking somebody. Yeah. All right. Europeans were still getting freaky in the 1600s. What? They all that soon from. They were still getting freaky? Yeah. Huh. Wonder why they don't do it now. Mm hmm. Okay. Freaky being the operative word here. The earliest sex dolls, called Dames de Voyage, were attributed to horny sailors. They were made from cloth and much less realistic and sanitary than the ones we have today. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I want to see one of these things. I know you do. Yeah. Okay. Then in 1703, they had a signua dildo. Don't worry, the good old dildo was still a source of entertainment, both sexual and in the literal arts during the John Wilmot, second Earl of Rochester's poem, Signor Dildo, caused quite a stir. <laughs> I had to share my favorite verse. The Countess of Foul Foulmouth, of whom people tell, her footmen wear shirts of a guinea and well, might save that expense if she did but know how lusty a swinger in Signor Dildo. Perfect. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, in the 1700s, they came up with a new type of dildo. What was it? An ejaculating dildo job. I knew it. It turns out squirting dildos are also not as new as you might think. A beautiful ivory dildo found in France came with its own squirting mechanism to mimic ejaculation. It even came with a cloth bag, something I vehemently believe all sex toys should come with. Even juicier, it was found in a covent. Convent. They, oh, <laughs> Jesus! This is what happens when I don't have my contacts not in. A, not a coven. It wasn't witches. It was nuns. <laughs> nuns, were, nuns were playing with the, the squirting girls oh, oh, I was silly me. Okay. 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 <laughs> the nuns had to get their freak on. Yeah, nuns are freaky. And see, it looks like it has the, the pedestal where it's standing up. You know what so it, looks it looks like? It looks like one of those plastic recorders that we play in third grade. Is that what it looks like? It looks like that. It looks like you blow into the end of it. Like oh, a little recorder. yeah, it does. 
So you know what probably <laughs> happened is they would fill it like with milk or something, you know? And then when she was ready to get that load inside of her, you should push it. Yeah. <laughs> All I can think of it now is a room full of 300 third graders putting this phallic symbol in their mouth <laughs> and blowing I'm on it. I'm thinking of a hot nun. A hot nun in her habit with her red panties underneath. Have you ever met a hot nun? I have not. I've seen some on porn. I've seen one hot nun when I was in Catholic school. Okay. Yeah. So she was getting it. Yes. Okay. Yes. She was sexy. Okay. <laughs> Blonde, blue eyes, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. The Comstock Act of 1873. The 1800s saw sex become a taboo topic, and the Comstock Act made it illegal to send any items considered to be obscene or lewd through the post system in the U.S. This included information about contraception and abortion. So you can imagine their stance on our beloved sex toys. The Comstock Act began a dance between sex toy suppliers and the law that still continued until very recently in the United States. Some states still have an anti-obscenity law in place, but thankfully they are no longer enforced. Hmm. Wow. Thanks, Comstock. Yeah. All right. The first electronic vibrator. Yeah, we're getting into vibrators. And, yes. You know, we may have to just do a whole other episode about that because we've got another app. We do. About vibrators and the history of vibrators. Yeah. And I'll do whatever you want. You'll do whatever I want? <clears throat> well. We talked about that. Yeah, no. Yeah, just just true. on the podcast. <laughs> you know, there's podcast rules, like boat rules. Right. <laughs> so this, I, you know what? We should stop and make them wait. Okay. That's, that's what fine. we do. We should tease them and then make them wait. We don't get a, <gasps> you don't get a come until next time. So you hear about it Tuesday, motherfuckers. <laughs> We're talking about vibrators. Vibrate your little clitty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we need to stop. Yes, <laughs> oh okay. My God. All okay. right, John. Until next time, when we talk about vibrating clitties, <laughs> make all of your goat lip, goat eyelid, <laughs> goat back <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> Come realities. <laughs>